Hi, everybody, and welcome to No Story is Sacred. If you've never listened before, basically, we're four siblings who grew up talking about the art of storytelling. Now that we're adults, we're still talking about it, and we're inviting you to join the conversation. I'm Brendan, and the sun is shining. <gasps> I'm Pippin, and I'm not going to do what you want me to do. Oh, <laughs> you jerk. She's not, she's not an agent of the show. Oh, I shouldn't say anything. Shh, yep, 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 yep. Uh, also, because I came up with one days ago. Ooh, okay. Ooh. Well, you fancy. I know. I'm Pippin, <clears throat> and I'm the evil that lurks in the hearts of men. Oh, Run free living, baby! <laughs> wow. Wait, what'd you say? Rent-free living, baby. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, shit. Now I'm, like, torn between different... Sorry, go on, go on. <laughs> Don't worry, Kat. I'll, I'll, I'll pick a remove an option for you. Oh. I'm Alex, and... <clears throat> I'm Alex, and... But the ice is slippery. Ah, uh, you got there me, bro. There you go. There <laughs> you go. <laughs> Like, but don't say his name. Don't say his name. No, uh, <laughs> he doesn't exist. That doesn't, that doesn't Our mutual friend. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> yes. The the image of uh, the image cast uh, by an object interfe- uh, object in front of a light. That <laughs> that one. That one. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Rainbows. Yeah. Rainbows. Yes, the rainbow. Peter Pan. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, uh, our, our our nifty uh, rigs are kind of nice, right? Not an that obvious, glow, not at all. <laughs> yeah, well, like here, John... 1930s wise, I think men wore dumb rings. Um, That's the true. glowing part, though. Good thing it only ever glows privately in his dressing room. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I think they have to be that big to accommodate 1940s uh, glowing ring receiver or her technology. <laughs> But wait, who's this last person we're talking to? Oh, yeah. Me. Wait, who is this last person? Wait no, a second. I haven't fucking gone yet, guys. Wait, there's nobody here. What are you talking about? Wow. <laughs> First of all, if I can be the shadow, I legit take up that mantle and fuck you all. I'm gone. My job now is to laugh evilly. Well, despite having to do good. <laughs> yeah, so I'm Cat. Uh... And I'm, I'm actually split between two different things. Uh, I was initially going to say I respect all the women in this movie, including the uh, bitey knife. Uh, but then <laughs> I also remember, right? But then when Pippin did her She's Evil That Lurks in the Hearts of Men, I remembered the final song. And I'm like, Oof. oh, yeah, Pippin is definitely endlessly searching for an original sin. One with a twist and a bit of a spin. That's not me, though. Also, guys, that was Jim fucking Steinman. Yeah, it was. Yeah. And I caught it, and I, like, my, as people who follow my Twitter may know, um, I've been teasing the fact that I did live text all my notes, because I could sense that I wanted to talk to Pippin about it. <laughs> nah. So I just started live texting myself, uh, and so there it is, and it's just a bunch of dots, and it's like, is this fucking Jim Steinman? Better be. Holy shit, it is. Fuck yeah! <laughs> doesn't belong in the movie, doesn't matter. Uh, Rider die. I would argue that Jim Steinman belongs in every, every movie. movie. <laughs> <laughs> but also endlessly searching for an original sin. Like, oh damn. Okay. Good song. Oh, yeah. What are we talking? Yeah, yeah. I did like a weird one. Hey guys, what are we talking right. about, Brent? Well, well, today we're talking about the 1994 movie, The Shadow. Wait, shit, we are. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. No, no, no. Shadow doesn't exist. <gasps> oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Uh, oh, we're whoa. talking about uh, early 90s Alec Baldwin filmography? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, just in general. Prior to the popularity of Ian McKellen? Right. Weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Uh, so, Tim so, Curry so, doing his best. <laughs> so spoilers abound <laughs> for this movie that doesn't exist but does exist because mind clouding is a thing that comes up in this movie. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, it's a- you will not remember that the movie is The Shadow. There we go. Yeah. Oh, great. <laughs> this yep. is going to kill our metrics, you guys. <laughs> All five of them. Hey, there's dozens of us. Baker's <laughs> dozens. Do you think, uh, do you think, do you think, uh, clouding the, the, uh, hard, the uh, minds of men and, uh, can be taken up as an elective or, or do you think it's a, a whole entire, or, uh, core, or, uh, uh, oh. Uh, well, if we'd one. gotten a fucking montage, maybe we'd find out. Right? I would have watched that instead. We, we'll, we'll, get we'll get to, to that. We'll get to it. We'll get to because it. if you want specific content warnings about the things <laughs> we might talk about, you'll have to check out the show notes. But we can on say. On <laughs> But we can say racism. Racism. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, 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 and forced suicide. Body horror. Mm, yeah. Ooh, body horror. Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, that yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and right. Scooby-Doo hijinks. Lots of Scooby-Doo hijinks at the end there. Uh, uh, but man. Uh, racism. So, so, just full on yeah, forever racism. This like, is like, we'll, we'll, we'll get to, we'll to get all to that. Um, for, for those of you who have never seen The Shadow, the summary, according to Google, is set in 1930s New York, a reformed criminal becomes a superhero. With the aid of a beautiful female friend, a play <laughs> a playboy millionaire with a dark past sets out to uh, bring the evil Shiwan Khan to justice. His quarry, who is determined to attain world domination, is a deadly descendant of Genghis Khan and will not surrender without a fight. No, he won't. Well, I mean, to be fair, deadly descendant makes it implies that Genghis Khan himself was not deadly, and that's also incorrect. Well, I'm, well, it's well, a it's, deadly descendant. I, I think it's to distinguish himself from the other descendants. It's, I mean, because yeah. there were a yeah, lot. Okay, 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 I see that. I mean, Genghis Khan, he got around. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, and his buddy boy, like, whoo-hoo, kept, uh, kept up the challenge in my head. Shion <laughs> uh, Khan, uh, very good looking. Um, Can get it. Oh, I'm yeah. just throwing that out there. It's, and trades fashion advice with our protagonist because it's that kind of uh, hero villain interaction. I Where'd you get the tie? Love that <laughs> Brooks Brothers is that downtown? Forty fifth in Madison. You yeah. are a barbarian. I still <laughs> love so much of the interaction. Yeah, I, I wish mean, this wasn't so fucking racist. Yeah, right? I actually enjoyed this movie more than I thought I was going to. I mean, here's I did a, tell you guys that the, I had it like, yeah, go on. Here's a confession, you guys. This, this is like one of the guilty pleasure movies for me because I know full well, like, it is problematic AF. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But that's partly why we're talking about it today because we'll probably do some changes regarding what? that in particular. Weird, yeah. right? But, um, like, but, but cast your mind back to when you're younger. It is 11 a.m. on a Sunday and you're flipping. <laughs> And you flip to TNT. Ah, uh, here's the thing for me, Al. Theater, it's baby. 11 a.m. on a Sunday at a convention and you're hanging out in the <gasps> con suite. Oh, oh, fuck, really? Now, see, I, I think, remember. I think I saw it in theaters, guys. We or probably did. or oh, no. I saw it late night in the film room of a convention. Because I, well, I remember the black, I remember black surroundings. I remember watching it with fellow dorky people. 
And I'm great. I was like, like the kid in the room at the time because mm-hmm. my goodness, I'd be like in fourth or fifth grade at the time, but still mm-hmm. like. It was a. It I was remember a 90s, being. It was a nineties convention. Did no one care? No one cared no. where you were. No one cares <laughs> now. I mean, <laughs> well, but well. they're supposed to. Um, I remember. I have a very keen memory of, and I, I think I described this to you guys as to why I'm like, no, we should watch the shadow. Um, I have a very keen memory of sort of the big reveal of the movie, and as a kid, having like an oh fuck, because I hadn't guessed it. Um, mm. but it was a perfect reveal. And it also, the music was right. Uh, the cameras was right. The, frankly, the effect was right. Uh, and, and Alec Baldwin sold it hugely for me. <laughs> um, just the way he, just the way he did it. Uh, and so it, it was a mental image that stuck with me. I want his jacket sans cape. No, the cape oh, no, 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 is the cape everything. Is important. The cape is a necessary part. Here's the thing: well, no. this movie would be better if it had 500 percent less Orientalism and like 20 percent more cloak. That's fair. <laughs> so here's the problem: that is my oh, official no, 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 no. I, I'm just recommendation. About, I, I'm just talking about how I can't do a cape justice. Oh, okay, I'll just oh, take fair. the coat. So I there's, believe that there's this real world practicalities <gasps> guys, guys, side what of if, things. What if? What if? The cape actually doesn't do that. He's just clouding all our minds. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Good because, point. Right? Um, wouldn't you? Like, yes. if I could do that, I would. I'd be wearing one right oh, now, yeah. and you would be able to tell it's fluttering. If I had either the ability to do like uh, clouding men's minds or hypnotic suggestions, or it and or telekinesis, because both are on the table with this. Fuck yeah! I would be doing a fluttering cape all the time. Then I'd be a cape person. Um, I mean, I'm not sure if y'all have seen me in my full-on professional uh, garb. I have. Oh, yeah. Uh, or occasionally when I'm at conventions, because I've got the excuse. Hell but yeah. a lot of what I own is flowy uh, third-piece covers, because they will billow out behind me as I walk. Particularly um. when she's angry. Oh, when I'm angry and I'm wearing heels, because my uh-huh. gait changes a bit when I'm wearing heels. Uh-huh. And I walk just a bit faster and I get that. Well, because in heels, you hit face. six feet. No, not quite. Not in heels? You wear taller heels than I do. Well, in my platform <laughs> heels, yes, I do. Thank you. <laughs> and how, how many platform heels do you have? Hmm? The, hmm? I only have the Immaterial. one four and a half <laughs> inch. <laughs> anyway, 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 anyway. But, um, uh, so to me, I still, like, I recognize that there was a lot of problems, although not to the depths I do now. Mm. But that moment, and then watching it again for this podcast, I haven't seen it in like, God, it must be over 15 years. And I just came right back to it while at the same time being miserable because I can't, I can't in good conscience show it to my kids until they're older and we can have a bigger discussion. Hey, Al. Yeah. Al, do you remember watching this movie when we were little? I remember there were bits and pieces and conflating it with the Phantom. <laughs> nice. I've never seen the Phantom. Oh, it- Count yourself he, lucky. Good. He he's a superhero in purple. Yeah. Cool. You know who's not in purple? The, the shadow. shadow. Oh, that red scarf, right? The uh, weird wait, wait, nose wait, prosthesis thing. No, I yeah. appreci- I appreciated that because no. it is no. I'm not saying it's handsome all the time because sometimes it was a weird angle, but when it was angled right, it was amazing. Two, it is intended to be. He has a like that's the face of his shadow. He's a different person. Here's the thing. He lets himself get bad. While Here's being the good. thing. You could have done that with, you know, 
acting. Yeah. Well, okay. Let's, it was it was distracting. Like oh. all practicalities aside, I can understand that. I think it was also done to match closer to the original 1930s comic. pulp uh, adaptations. So, like mm-hmm. the comic, you know, looked like that when I, he was in shadow persona. I I liked it, but then again, I recognize that maybe I imprinted early because that image of the shadow on the bridge and the first scene. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's where that mental everything came from. Well, the part of the problem, and this is how I'll steer us right back into it, is there that that go. bridge scene is not the first scene. Fuck, I forgot. No. Oh, no. Because right. we have a backstory pulled oh, no. open. Can, we, can Pippin do this? We, I think she can do this. Open. Ooh. On an opium den. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. Wait, wait, All not right. just any opium den. Where do opium dens definitely exist? <laughs> In Asia. Not just, not, it's not an American problem. Nope, 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 nope. No, nope, no. So, so y'all, uh, I'm going to go over the plot as fast as I can. Uh, with, <laughs> uh, not as terribly much detail, because let's be real, the detail isn't actually what's important here. But I will no, point know. out, we what? We I will point out when, it, I will point out when it opened, I went, I actually, like, while I was watching, I legit out loud said, oh, no. <laughs> it also my, bothers me how beautiful it is. I don't want beautiful racism. It's still racism. It just makes me more uncomfortable. My my first note in my document uh, is literally just good old-fashioned old Orientalism. Uh, and then a list of other movies where white dudes go uh, east to get powers. Uh, uh, oh, mine was so Yellow Terror, wild. oh, no. <laughs> So the mighty Iron Fist. <laughs> yeah, yep. Iron Fist, Batman, uh, Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. Oh, although I compare this to Doctor Strange later in that I think, I, looking back on this, I'm like, I think Doctor Strange owns a fuck ton to this movie, and it shouldn't. <laughs> Though what this movie does have of her, her, her Doctor Strange is a, as a mentor is, is actually, actually <laughs> is actually Asian. <laughs> mm. <laughs> That's true. And I will say, I will say, if you're going to have an opium den, which is deeply annoying, I'm kind of glad it was an asshole white guy who was that doing it. it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm like, so, no, weirdly, that does scan. So who is so, the asshole white guy that owns this opium den and, the, and our cold open? <laughs> uh, let me bring up a list of character names, because naturally, I've forgotten all of them. Lamont uh, Cranston. Lamont. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Lamont. but what's what's his creepy name? Uh, like his, his evil... Yinko. Yeah, that that was problematic as well. Mm-hmm. Um, like, geez, which man, we she's get established Bob. later on in the story that he went off to war and then never came back. He was missing for seven, for seven years. years, and I'm like, babe, what did you? How did you do that in seven years? Impressive. Well, I, I I actually pointed I noted that down because I was trying to establish a timeline. Oh yeah, this is gonna come up later. <laughs> because so the cold open happens mm-hmm. where you know. He's being a racist dickhead. When it's opium den, he kills people, blah, blah, blah. Uh, he gets taken and to reform his ways under an ancient master uh, with a bitey knife. Um, bitey knife? Uh, the best character. The best character is the bitey knife. She is the my soul. job. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and no good reason for her. I love her. And he's basically told that he's going to, you know, uh, train and repent and shit. <laughs> I, do, I do appreciate Which- the, am I in hell? Not yet. And then we get the scroll open, which I thought was a bold move. So yeah, I wrote, I, in all caps, UG, WTF, exposition scroll, unfucking necessary, I sense producer notes. Yep. 
Yeah, I hate when a movie has that exposition scroll. Like, and it's still a problem that keeps on happening. We had that happen in the Eternals. Like, the producer has zero faith in the audience, which often is warranted because, let's be real, Joe Q moviegoer sometimes not paying attention. But they also, not all of them need to know it. Yeah. Don't sometimes need to know it, but, it. But also, it just means that you probably need to have better dialogue leading up to that point or a oh, yeah. scene to transition from one to the other. Well, here's think- the thing. All you needed, honestly, all you needed with this was a montage. You could have just done no. a montage. brief time. Or even, frankly, I would have accepted, because this is supposed to be like a, a 1930s serial type thing, right? I would have accepted like a weird illustration, like a map, you know, or <laughs> with dots. Or just a fade. Yeah. And like, suddenly we're in fucking New York and going. And you get it seven years later. Seven, exactly. Well, yeah. You don't even need to say seven years later, Jonathan Winters, by the way, thank you. Hi, Jonathan Winters. I appreciate everything you do. Uh, is like, is dropping exposition left and right in a charming Jonathan Winters way by saying, what was that thing where you disappeared for seven years? <laughs> you know? <laughs> yep. Uh, I, I think when the opening scroll came up, I literally said out loud, oh, what? <laughs> It's like the, the the movie Dark City, for instance. Yes. So much better if you just skip past the opening crawl and just start no. and you have a mystery going. There isn't an opening crawl. It's a voiceover. Oh, right. So what you do is you mute it. Dad figured this out. You mute it until the the uh, pocket watch closes. And the second it closes, you can unmute it. I, I think that's why I was so annoyed about the opening scroll where it was. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wait, wait. But quick, quick comparison of, of opening scrolls. Star Wars' opening scroll. Well, that's like campy was, nonsense stuff. I think it's that not that actually was a essential to the plot. Yeah. Ah. It was, so, and, was, and also, frankly, it does give a wonderful juxtaposition. So you have this bullshit scroll, and suddenly you have the amazing special effect. True. So in order to justify it, it needs to, one, be a good effect, and two, be be uh, referential, uh, referential enough to go, oh, hey, I, I see what you're doing there. Well, here's sure. the thing. The Star Wars one you don't need. You really – except for the stupid <laughs> number nine where it's like, oh, by the way, the Emperor is alive. That was I, revealed in that exposition okay. crawl. No. I, 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 the dead the speak. only time to have an exposition crawl is if it's not necessary. That's what I'm going to say. In Star Wars – uh, part of my read of the opening scroll is that it's war news. Ooh. Ooh, I do appreciate war news. If there's newspapers, I will read the shit out of that. Which actually, uh, I think in the either Rebels or, or one of those, uh, Clone Wars, I think, I think it was Clone Wars, uh, uh they oh, yeah, do yeah. the last episode, uh, exposition recap yeah. via, like propaganda. Uh, uh, like yeah, other yeah, re- Clone Wars cartoons. Also, yeah. I believe there's an artistic reason. Uh, the scroll goes up, right? Does it go up or down? Yeah. Which way? It goes, uh, up at sort of, at sort of an angle. So yeah, as it goes up, it's actually drawing your eye up, so you're still following it, and that's where the ship comes from. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, you're already cool. there, so you're already looking up, and so you have that amazing effect. It's, but it's y'all, multiple levels. We're not talking, we're not about, talking about Star, Star Wars. Wars. We're not talking about Star Wars, that's right. So. Damn it. <laughs> uh, he gets his ass kicked. He's gonna train. Seven years later, we're in New York City. Which uh, we don't need to have his redemption arc. He's already redeemed. Yeah, I don't well, think I need his redemption arc. I thought. I thought no, I thought like I no. Mean, this, it, 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 this is his continuing. 
in redemption arc. It's always in redemption arc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole movie. Yes. Alex, I'm sorry. I interrupted you. You're correct. Uh, yeah, like, like, uh, we, we continue to see that he is still feeling a huge, huge amount of guilt. Uh, and it's shown later that, that he's still not fully in control. I mean, that's mm. actually, like, that's a big part of his whole thing. Um, I have, like, the, the, with characters, you know, who's the worst person you can come across? And there's the version of himself who did not get, be- who did not get redeemed ish. And that's, uh, our villain. And then there's his temptation. <gasps> Go back to evil, which is the girl who, uh, to her credit is like, Oh shit, I'm somebody's temptation. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so, we'll get to Margo in a minute. We will. We will. Hey, Margo. I fucking um, love Margo. Yeah, so basically, uh, he is now the shadow. Uh, he's got a cool, uh, coat. He's got a scarf. He's got a wicked awesome hat. Oh, uh, so, so good. And he likes to laugh. You, you, well, you just gotta <laughs> laugh sometimes. I write. Listen, you gotta find joy. I, write, laugh, I fight crime. Gotta have to be. <laughs> I wrote, um, I fight crime, have to be a good guy now, but fuck if I won't laugh evilly while I do it. I mean, what's the point of it? You gotta find joy in your work. Well, and also, to a point, when he is the shadow, he is embodying his worst aspects, and that's part of the redemption. He is doing that in order to do good. Yeah, he's not a nice person. He's not. He's doing he's, better. He's doing better. It's not, it, it, there is an arc, and I appreciate it. Uh, and I'm not going to spoil it because sure. Pippin's going to tell us. But actually, he's, he's, I, I can, yeah. I, I can also appreciate. I, I, I'll, I'll take it back with like, oh, not having a bigger, you know, origin arc or whatever. Like, we don't need that, mm-hmm. and probably would be beneficial for more superhero movies to not have that. Just be like, yep. yeah, what's up? This guy's just a superhero. He's doing his thing here. What? We don't need like Uncle Ben dying again <laughs> to to do this. We don't need Batman's mother's, you know, pearl again. necklace shattering on the ground cheap again. Cheap pearl necklace. Yeah, cheap pearl necklace. Drawn by men who do not understand actual... Uh, anyway, that's a whole separate <laughs> story. We'll do a mini... Pippin, we'll do a mini episode. <laughs> Just you and me. <laughs> About Martha, Martha Wayne? Yes. Yeah. Why do you Fuck know her yeah. name? <laughs> uh, Martha. Um, Martha. Oh, Martha. Sorry. No. Let's, let's we'd, be, we'd be trash talking, uh, uh, Mr. Wayne, her husband, because he probably bought her the cheap pearls. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah. So, uh, <gasps> they were he goes a gift the city. from Bruce. Hmm? They were a gift from Bruce, the little killed Bruce, who sound like, oh, pearl necklace. Mom, mom likes necklaces. Here, mom, I got you a pearl necklace. Oh, sweetie, uh, I, they're great. Will you wear do- them tonight? <laughs> oh, no, we oh. can't do Batman tonight. I am gonna say that would be amazing if the writers knew that. Okay, go on, go on. <laughs> yeah, so he—it's the shadow who we are talking about. <laughs> uh, basically, goes around New York saving people, uh, and basically then, then going, "Hey, BT Dubs, you now belong to me." Which is yeah. that, I, I dig, actually, because he's still an asshole. Yeah. Uh, and he gives them a ring and a nice, you know, sign, countersign thing, uh, which I like. Uh, well, it's 1930s. Countersign. Yeah. 1930s. Which is, of uh, course, uh, the sun is shining. But the ice is slippery. I like to think uh, that you have to have that pause. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the sign, countersign being the only 
bit of good offset the entire movie. <laughs> Not true. Invisible ink. Oh yeah. Fair. Invisible psychic ink. Go on. Invisible hotels. <laughs> Ooh, the reveal. Go, no, no, go, 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 go. And uh, while he's swanning around, saving people, hunting things. Meanwhile, uh, a mysterious package has arrived at the local museum. Uh, and Neelix is the guard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. From good Star Trek Neelix. Voyager, for those who don't know who Neelix is, and good on you if you don't. Incorrect. <gasps> As an adult, I appreciate him more. Go on. And uh, and in a shocking twist, it's not the curator who dies. Ooh, very true. true. Uh, this is the first of our forced suicides. Uh, it's gonna like, oh uh, shit, it's gonna be that kind of movie. But yeah, so there is a sarcophagus belonging to Genghis Khan. Uh, surprise! Uh, it's his descendant inside. And also, apparently, you can tell something is silver just by sort of gently knocking on it. <laughs> oh, quick question: Did you guys get that he was a descendant? I, thought, I, I thought, didn't yeah. for a while. I, I thought, thought he was just Genghis. Yeah, I thought a... he was like frozen in time or something. I'd completely forgotten that plot point. And also, yeah, I thought it was Genghis for a long time. It was yeah, it was easy to miss initially. I think I uh, yeah, but I literally did not get it until he introduced himself to Cranston, yeah, the same. shadow. And before that, I'm like, how did Genghis Khan learn how to take a fucking taxi? Why is he speaking English? Why Why did he mail himself? Yeah, oh, that, mail, no, no, that one I do get, because he wanted to get into the country. Well, wait, he can cloud men's minds, though. Yeah. Can't. Don't. Hey, guys, guys, guys. Remember, it's just a show. Should so you should really, really just, just okay. relax. In terms because of ridiculousness, I don't mind that one. Yeah, I do mind that silly, I didn't know who it was. Look, it was a silly way to sneak into the country, and I'm all for it. And then he, I will take that. And when oh, it's the, symbolic to his character. Yeah, and he yeah. and he does Scooby Doo shenanigans. He literally come on. He, he literally did the posing as a uh, as a mannequin while oh, the the curator is, uh, came running to who uh, like see that, what <laughs> But wait, okay, so yeah, he's so, shown up. He gets the guard to kill himself. Yes, my con. And then I have a question for you, Cap. Who's doing this summary? I was trying to fucking help. Uh, so yeah, uh, Genghis Khan's evil descendant is now running around the city being hot. It's unfair. That's true. And, and getting people to kill themselves when he's pissed at them. Yeah. Yeah. That's not nice. Uh, and meanwhile, meanwhile. Meanwhile. Uh, Lamont. Lamont Cranston. Lamont. Lamont. Just call him Cranston. Uh, I, I, cause it's cranberry, like red. So Cranston. That's the shadow is having dinner with like some relative or something. <gasps> Jonathan Winters. The commissioner. <laughs> The commission. And who, who, who is amazed mm. Who here thinks that, uh, it's not actually his uncle, or he's just, uh, his mind's just been clapped out, and so, oh, he can get, uh, get information and also control all, uh, the. Ooh. I like that. That's that a good theory. Fun. That's a good, I would love it if Lamont Crescent, like, has no family. Like, <laughs> he ditched the whole thing. But then why would he tell his quote unquote uncle that he was missing for seven years? True. Yeah. I, yeah, I think it's so, easier just to assume that he's just like a relative high up in the police force because you know clearly Lamont had some money. social credit and money and all that. So oh yeah, bitch took his money and like went off to be rich and evil in another country. It is very white guy, rich yeah. white guy. I do appreciate that part. His gap so- year became a gap seven years, <laughs> and actually, well, here's the thing. It- mm-hmm. It's still a weird timeline. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, because, no, it's, yeah. Because it's mentioned that he meant, went missing for seven years, mm-hmm. quote unquote, after the war. Mm-hmm. Which war? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who knows which war? Well, World which War I. It would have been World War One. Yeah. Listen, I then started yeah, doing no, 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 math. No, 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 like, oh, But, Pippin, keep going. But then, you know, he's missing for seven years after the war. And then, but the opening happens. Uh-huh. And then it's seven years after that. Uh-huh. So how long was he actually running the opium den? How long <laughs> has he weeks. been? <laughs> how long has he Wait. been in the city? What yeah. what is the timeline here? Well, and don't forget also, uh, uh, Genghis Khan's uh, descendant Khan mm. uh, had someone off in the east had bought uh, the hotel in New York, and then of course it got torn down. We all know that, right, guys? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, five but that years happened ago. six years ago. No, it was, I thought it was six. Six. I thought it was. Oh, six. Um, All right. And additionally, we do get, because I made a note of it, we get one of my favorite things, which is telling the audience what the time bomb is, because Khan says at one point that in three days' time, I will take over all of New York or something like that. Or I'll take over the world. Ah, some shit. So I'm like, oh, shit. Nice. Three days. That's a good time to, you know, that's a good block, a chunk of time for a movie to take place. Yep. And then. Hmm. <gasps> Guys, were our minds clouded? Mm. Uh, yeah, that, uh, that's what it, that's the that's the best that's the only explanation. Also, we did it again. Not the best one though. <laughs> Pip. So uh, he has dinner with uh, his uncle. He, they confuse the timeline, uh, but it doesn't matter because there's a pretty girl. Pretty girl who hears voices, my favorite kind. Mm-hmm. Uh, her name is Margot. Uh, her dad is Ian McKellen. He can build bombs. Don't worry about it. That won't become important very no, soon that's now. All he does no. though, was he Sir Ian McKellen yet? This is definitely before Lord of the Rings. Yeah, well, yeah. He was a was he just like a good Shakespearean actor that they brought in and gave an American accent to? I mean, he's, I, I mean, he's who been, knows? He's been in stuff before, or like he's. Well, this is also pre X Men, nineteen eighty four. Yeah. Here, you guys huh. keep talking. I'm gonna look it up. Oh, good. Uh, that saves me the effort. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, she's pretty. She hears voices. Uh, her dad works for the War Department. And she's co- having dinner alone. The costuming Shameful. is excellent. The costuming is amazing in this fucking movie. Also, also, going to point out, oh, Lamont just grabbing two, two martinis and each hand, downs them both. Go, then goes to her table where he has yet another martini. Here's it's the 30s, man. Also, I I'm gonna actually put, let's put a pin in that because that actually relates back to my change. Ooh. Okay, okay. No, yeah, but, but yeah, you know her dad works for the War Department. He's got uh, an evil little uh, helper played by Tim Curry. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> fucking love Tim Curry. Well, his I think American that... accent's bullshit, but the rest oh, of it's good. Yeah. Well, like Tim Curry, who I think. I think his contribution was the beryllium sphere. Yeah. Mm. And, and Ian McKellen. Science. Yeah. And Ian McKellen is, is working on some fascinating research about splitting the atom. To yeah. make kind of an implosive device. You mean like an atom bomb? Yeah. Whoa. That's a good catchy name. name. <laughs> oh, speaking of catchy name, um, the guy who gets rescued in the, in the beginning is actually Asian American. Uh, he's an Asian American scientist, and I did appreciate that we got to see 1930s Asian Americans in Ooh. prominent roles. And I'm like, but that doesn't erase the racism of the other part. But you can see that they were kind of trying. But were they? But let's continue. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. So one thing leads to another. Three years passed. Well, 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 
uh, one important thing gets brought up with the dinner with Margot mm-hmm. is that she, it's not just voices she hears in her head. She actually is psychic. Hell yeah. Which causes all our boy Lamont here who has like a superhero alter ego to be like, shit, 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 shit. Uh, oh, gotta go. she can also resist his mind powers if he's Ooh, not, yeah. that's, that's, which that's, is great. I thought that it gets established later, right? Not, as he's running out because she can read his thoughts. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And then um he's like, you'll forget all about me. She's like, why would I do that? He's like, uh. And what's great is that the music, his creepy, like, taking over yep. people's minds music, becomes discordant. <laughs> We're yep. like, oh, shit. Like, <laughs> And so Margo's just like, what? <laughs> I'm sorry. This never happens with anybody else. Um happens <laughs> <laughs> with lots of guys. Um, uh, but yeah. Uh, Khan doesn't have any problems with that. <laughs> well, he, Khan, here's the problem. Khan is established as being more powerful than him. Oh, yeah. Which I love. Yeah. He's And he may actually also be cleverer because, as you may recall, at, at some point, Lamont gets – I'm just going to skip ahead because I remember the rest of the plot. Lamont uh, uh, goes into his <laughs> secret lair, right? And we get to see all the steps. It's real complicated and it's kind of cool. And he's like, ah, oh, I'm here in my lair, which he calls lair. Uh, he calls it the sanctum, but okay. Whatever. And the point is, Khan's fucking already there. All that complicated shit, it does not matter. Yeah, but was that already there? Did he build it in his time there? It's in the seven years. <laughs> seven years. At least Batman had the sense to have his layer underneath the house. It was more efficient. <laughs> uh, he also, also made his butler part of his deal, as opposed to the one scene of the one butler. <laughs> well, uh, and also, the taxi driver. Yeah, but like there was a straight up butler. Also, why not have your own fucking car? Right? <laughs> Sorry, go uh, You expect Lamont to drive himself? No! Have a his personal own chauffeur. car and driver! Because a, ah. because a personal chauffeur and driver can be tracked. Can Ooh, so can oh, the oh. one taxi going across yeah. town. You switch cars in the middle, Bo. That's anyway. too many pe- too many drivers. It's just a fucking taxi. Guys, like tons of taxis. this is a 1930s comic serial. Let's go. Detective Let's Mystery. Opsec. Anyway, <clears throat> so... Khan is just better than other people. Like, at being mm. evil. Like, we mentioned it before, like, their first hero villain interaction. Like, Khan is just like, hey, bro, why don't you just join oh, me? I'm being not- sincere. I know you want to join me. You used to be evil AF, uh, back, uh, backies. Come on. I like now, opium. I, uh-huh. I, I was, I like that. I'm into that. Uh, we can, uh, like, we can rule together. We can, and play a chess with our, with real armies. We could make out. We could. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm glad you went there because yes. But I have, have baby conquer the world with me. <laughs> like, <clears throat> I, I got the impression that, uh, that Khan here probably would have had like, uh, Alec Baldwin's, uh, like playing card, right? You know, or baseball oh, card yeah. equivalent of like evil bad guy uh, 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 baseball cards. It's like, uh, you were an idol back there, man. And then you just left and now you became a superhero. Come on. Okay. Come on. Well, it was also, um, ki- well, it was also being kind of racist. And I'm evil. Mm. I respect that. Really? Whoa. That's, that's, whoa. <laughs> that's messed up. I know. That's my thing, man. Evil. So, um, uh, so brief, mm. I'm so sorry, Pippin, but, um, w- getting back to the, was Ian McKellen anything yet? The answer is really no. He was in a bunch of Shakespeare, a bunch of BBC movies, uh, you know, long things, a couple of queer classics. Yeah. 
Uh, and then the only ones I can really recognize here are there was Last Action Hero. He played Death in 1993, so not even a main nice. character. Huh. Um, more gay things, more gay things. Six Degrees of Separation, which I think is famous just because Will Smith is young and plays a gay man on it, but he's also a con artist, so it's like, let's pretend it didn't happen. And then there's the Shadow. And then we don't get anything again until, like, Cold Comfort Farm. And then so nothing, really? nothing, 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 nothing. Jesus Christ. Nothing, nothing. So, um, so, um, oh, my God. Until so really, X-Men. we can thank. Until X-Men. We can, we can thank the Shadow to, uh, to Ian McKellen here. Come on. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, I, I th- anyway, I think there are hijinks. Lots of hijinks, like Khan uh, uh, hypnotizes Margot. Which not uh, Mar- even the Shadow could do. Like, uh, well, Margot because- hypnotizes Margot's dad first by, by taking, by making him, himself into the, into a cigarette ad. Like, I didn't mind that. It, I did mind when he then made Margot go specifically back to that same cigarette ad. I'm like, bro, get a different gimmick. <laughs> my my like, notes at that bit had have uh, you had her get to the get her to the lab so you could reuse the billboard. What like, kind of shitty wizard are you? <laughs> a lazy wizard. He just can't resist that cool, smooth flavor of llama. <laughs> hey, listen. He spent all afternoon working up the hypnotism spell on that billboard, and he's going to make it work. <laughs> but yeah, so he sends Margot to kill uh, Lamont. She doesn't. Uh, he then tells her to leave. She, again, doesn't. Margot, she's all like, concept, what if I don't leave? <laughs> he's like, and I can't. And also, you're the shadow? What? <laughs> <laughs> like, could you not for five seconds? Okay, here's the other thing. He's like, look into my eyes and you'll see the eyes of a killer. I'm like, oh shit, Twilight? <laughs> what am I? You'll see, oh, say my name. And she's like, hot. <laughs> she's like, cool. Margo's like, I live here now, by the way. Is there anything I can do to cool you off? Oof. Hey. No. <laughs> I just appreciate that, like, the morning after, as it were, a girl clearly got up so she could pose on that bed. And then she thought a while about what keywords she could use. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but, and he ruins the goddamn mood. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's like, I dreamed that I tore my own face off. It's a great nightmare. His nightmare is amazing. Yeah, uh, my yeah. notes for that bit was, oh, I hate this. <laughs> well, also, I appreciated that as I was watching it, I'm like, oh, is he going to tear off his face to find the shadow underneath? Like, he's never escaped it. And like, no, it was Khan, thus solidifying the symbolism of Khan is who he could have and may, and he fears he still is. And yeah. Margot represents the temptation to return to that life. Um, we get the excesses of Cranston back when he's uh, in Asia, when he like arises from a bed that's filled with women and it looks exactly like Danny Rojas waking up from his dream in Ted Lasso. Hey, Kat. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, no, 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 no. I'm just going to argue with you about something. Uh-oh. I don't think Margot represents that. <gasps> no, no. She's I think not he, no, temptation. No. She shows up first wearing white. No, no. No, no, I'm not saying that she is the actual. I say to him, he is concerned. And she says, excuse the fuck you. <laughs> well, he doesn't want to uh bring her into his dark side and all that. You know, he's the shadow. He is on a mission to save New York and he can't, uh, he can't bring romance into this. He, he's not allowed. No, no she, re- she no. represents innocence. Like, well, no, no. Which is like, he thinks she does. Because y'all... remember, his nightmare is him going into her room while she's sleeping. Here's the thing. Shuan Khan represents uh, the bad use of uh, evil telepathy magic. 
Uh, Margot is the good use uh, of telepathy magic. The shadow exists between the two, the dark and, Ooh, the, and light. the light. Ooh. Ooh. Way to out-symbol, Pippin. <sighs> Woo! I will also say that there is some color theory in here. Uh, Ian McKellen, some. her dad, Shep, uh, her dad is uh, red-green colorblind. Margot is perpetually, uh, she's shown wearing uh, uh, emeralds, green dresses. The shadow has his uh, red scarf. He has his red ring, um, etc. Also, I thought the red green colorblind thing was going to be a way bigger payoff. Um, nope. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> it's just a bad joke. Just a wire, uh, just a wire cutting. It's a wire cutting a, joke at the end of the film. <laughs> it's always a green wire. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, there, there's you know, the, they do some detective work. Oh, there's another cute scene uh, mm. between uh, Cranston and Khan, where it's like. You sent uh, Margot to kill me. Oh, wait, no, no. Before that, he compliments him on the tie. Oh, yes. Yeah. Because well, <laughs> in their first interaction, they had that uh, tie interaction that we mentioned earlier on in the podcast. The second time uh, is at dinner, and it's like, you sent Margot to kill me. And Khan's like, oh, I thought you were just going to kill her. Come on. Be hey. evil, bro. Be, 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 that, be evil. Come on. That, that, was, that, was, that was my gift to you, to kill her. Here's the thing. While they tried for a brief moment during the hypnotism scene to make it seem like Khan was being like creepily sexual, uh, by removing her, her fur coat and like looking at her, that was literally the only, I would say, close to heterosexual moment. This mm. movie is, was more queer than I expected. Well, wasn't there that line that you two <laughs> were so proud that as soon as I saw it happen in the film, I'm like, oh Christ. <laughs> There's Pip and Cat. There it is. On their bullshit. Mm-hmm. They, she, they, they fucking infected it. Pippin, <laughs> the honors. <laughs> Next time you get to be on top. <laughs> because Says the shadow to... Yeah. I don't even remember. It I was, was just, just a so random excited. villain. It was just a it was random... A, it was a goon. Yeah. Uh, that he, like, crushes on a gargoyle. As they fall off, and he's on top. Oh, good so times. there's there's no good reason for him to say it except in a sexual manner because if he the other guy was on top he would have died. So it's just a fun sex moment. You, um, you made it weird. <laughs> Meanwhile, Tim Curry. By the way, Tim Curry represents the choice of evil. He is somebody who has not been hypnotized. He's just decided to go along with it, which mm. goes back to Cranston's choosing. Um, however, his whole vibe is, oh, con. How about you be Edward the Second? And I'll be your Galveston. Let me serve you, sir. Anyway. (laughs) You can be king of the world. I'll be king of America. It'll be great. Two kings. Wait, 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 wait. Did you say king? Ah. I meant, uh. By the way, Tim Curry, excellent physical comedy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. But, but like, that's a back up half a bit. Back up. Uh, oh, I was going to skip to the end. Oh, uh, to be fair, you probably could. But, but oh, Alex, do you have a point? Like Tim Curry is the one who got is one of the ones who got closest to kill, uh, kid to killing, in uh, in uh, the shadow. Mm-hmm. That's true. Like, mm. like, like, oh, I see you standing in, in water. Oh, I think and, he like, specifically turned on the water so that he could find him. Yeah, like, uh, why are you being so? Or are you actually clever here? And then, like, and then locks him in a, uh, locks him to drown in, in like, a, in a, uh, what is the purpose of that room? 
Uh, I think it's just a... It was his lab. Remember? Because he does the beryllium sphere. That was another uh, yeah. sphere. Oh, so it's prob- so it probably cool- cooling water. Or something, uh, or it, emergency but, uh, flush. He specifically was supposed to be going... Uh, the shadow went to his lab. Yeah. Side note, every time they said beryllium sphere, uh, I thought, what Galaxy we- Quest. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, are we going to be f- fueling our starships? <laughs> Although, you hey, don't guys- know if there's air in here. <laughs> <laughs> seems okay seems fine, seems fine. Um, by the way guys I do want to make a, a point here of because um, uh, occasionally we pretend that we're educational ah. there's a beautiful bit of of using action for multiple purposes so we have uh, they start the water going right uh, to reveal the shadow Tim Curry has a gun he shoots the gun makes sense because villain shooting the guy right Uh it ends up piercing the sides of the sphere. Also makes sense. That's what bullets do. Does hit Cranston. Amazing. Um, leaves blood in the water. Tim Curry leaves. The water is rising. However, because he did the bullet holes, there is actual oxygen for Cranston to breathe from while he's waiting to get rescued. And it's not there for bullshit reasons. And we're not pretending that he can breathe underwater, Kingsman. So <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> I, I, that's one of my pet peeves when people clearly, who are not like Olympic swimmers, are too long underwater. Oh, um, like longer than ten seconds under strenuous activity and stress. Yeah, yeah. But in this case, let me tell you, let me yeah. tell you an improv game I've done Uh-oh. called the Bucket of Pain. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> where it's a tag out type game where you're acting in a scene, but one of the you know three or four performers on stage has their head. In a bucket of water. Now, oh, you could no. do the cop-out thing and just have the top part of your head in there and be breathing regular. But what is the fun in that? Oh, no. We, we were trying to play this legit. And so when you weren't acting in the scene, we had our head in that bucket. And you, like, tap the side of the bucket as soon as you, you're out of breath. But, like, if you're most of the way into a scene, like, two or three minutes, and you're doing physical comedy and all that, you're going to be... Out of breath, and then you're dunking your head in a bucket of water. Ten seconds, ten seconds, and I'm like, nope, I I am not prepared for this. I should have practiced this more. Tap tap tap. <laughs> so hey, but the Brent, point is, if, if you're if you're not okay, you need to let us know. Think <laughs> twice if you need to be rescued. <laughs> I, I'm okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Improv's not a cult. What? <laughs> Brendan, is the ice slippery? You can tell us. Um. Anyway. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, one thing leads to another. They end up in a hotel that, uh, Shiwan Khan managed to hypnotize the entire city into thinking doesn't exist. To be fair, so fucking hot. And he's done it for six years. So cool. Um, and that was such a great reveal. And that's the moment where I'm like, oh, fuck. And it's also beautifully, uh, arranged, um, the music wise. Um, and I will say that the special, the invisibility special effects, I thought were really great. They made an invisible guy punching people actually dynamic and interesting. Yeah. Uh, he has a big showdown with Shawan Khan. He gets control of uh, the bitey knife. Bitey uh, knife! Uh, stabs Khan with it. Good times, not symbolic. He gets control of the bitey knife while wearing his regular human face and not the shadow face. It's him accepting. Yeah. It's him accepting. Because he's accepted Marco's acceptance of him. Oh. Listen, he's the evil that lurks in the hearts of men, and that's okay. And Marco says, I still want to fuck you. Maybe more. (laughs) 
And then Margot and her dad defuse the bomb. The colorblind pay no- uh, payoff isn't. Uh, uh, the shadow murders Tim Curry, and Shimon Khan gets arrested. And then the no, 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 well, Shimon no, Khan no. gets a gigantic. There's a whole mirror symbolism thing. Mirrors, a uh, he gets mirror, a big old right. mirror thing in his fucking forehead, leading to the bombardization. Yeah, which also uh, we should put a tag on that as well. Yeah, mm. we did have body horror, but you're right. Lobotomy is a big one. Well, because, like, in, in the, the way the fight between the Shadow and Khan concludes is that, uh, using telepathy there, uh, the Shadow takes a shard of glass from the mirror and lunges it right into Khan's forehead. We cut to black there. We don't see him again until the reveal at the very end in an insane asylum, which is, again, mm. another, uh... Another tag. <laughs> yeah. And the doctor there, who we learn later is a Shadow operative great yeah kind of uh, questionable on that one yeah we learned that the shard of glass had hit uh, just a part of his frontal lobe and we had to remove it in part of the brain as well but don't worry don't worry it's the part nobody uses not unless you believe in psychic powers <laughs> <laughs> and then we get the we do get the turn and then we get to see yeah. like the enormous scar and it's like oh shit um and he's on the ward of people who uh believe that they are other which again is also problematic um, a sane silence have the, so bookmark that guys, we're tagging that shit. Yeah. <laughs> and but on like, the other hand, it's also very serial mystery 1930s. It's 1930s, yeah. That doesn't mean we have to keep it though. Exactly. No, very true. Because hey, guess what guys? We went through the synopsis of the movie here. It's time for changes. Changes. We've got to stop doing that. None of us sing well enough for that. Never. Fuck off. <laughs> I have a beautiful singing voice. Do voice you? of an angel of a uh-huh. generation. Wait, wait. Um, which kind of angel? The ones with thousands of eyes? <laughs> the best kind. I was going for David Boreanaz, but okay, whatever. Um, <laughs> I heard his Irish accent. That's not good enough. Go on. <laughs> anyway, uh, so there's a lot I think we could change in this movie, right? I mean, I would like to say normally we have – sometimes we have a blanket like we all agree X, Y, Z – I would like to not do a blanket, um, let's get rid of the racism because it's so tied in that I would like to see if that ends up being somebody's change, how they do it. Uh, I have an idea. I have an idea too. I have also an idea. <laughs> not uh, really interesting. Uh, well, no, no, I said it first, so <laughs> I'm going to go first. God damn it. Boo. Fuck all y'all. Wow. So my changes. Uh, I have a few. Uh, first off, there would be some payoff to some lines. The the red green colorblind thing uh, is going to have a bigger payoff. Do you know what it is? Uh, let's see. My I I actually wrote this one down because I didn't want to mm-hmm. uh, forget it. I was thinking that the red green mix up would be more along the lines of Tim Curry messing up the bomb because he didn't realize there was a oh. red green mix up, and uh. or Margot helping the shadow with the bomb because she knew it would be a thing. Oh, oh yeah. So not just a joke. And also paying yeah. off the fact that they do keep having red and green as a theme. Yeah. As a motif. What? Another thing that I noticed came up more than once and had no reason was weirdly the lullaby of Broadway. Only twice. You gotta do three yeah, times which, that shit. It, but it bothered me that it was twice with no third. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't figure out why in the first place, really. So either get well, rid of it New or York make song. it pay off. Well, what I do... I mean, so many things it, are. Uh, easy change for that one is... Does have the uh, 
doctor, or at the end, humming it, it as he leaves. If, if Ooh, Shin yeah. Wakong. Ooh, shit, it should. Now, see, easy ch- fix. Boom. Yeah. And an end nice. Uh, oh, goddamn. And, uh, in terms of themes and stuff, I would lean into more into the shadow being a hero of outcasts. Mm. Cause that's part of his thing too. The people who are in the shadows that you don't see. Oh yeah. I was. So it's not just the criminality aspect. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the people that, that society forgets. Well, also, if you think about it, so, um, Khan takes, like, controls everyone's minds, but he's doing it, um, without their consent, right? Mm-hmm. He, he's, he's hypnotized the entire city and that nobody knows. Technically, if you look at how many people are fucking involved with the shadow, shadow is also taken over the city. But for him, it's literally all loyalty. Like, yeah, he said that shit like, I own you now. There are no repercussions if you fuck with that. None. That you know of. True. But all these people have agreed with it. Like, yeah, they're, they're just doing it, man. Um, you know, uh, I, I think as a, as a minor layup to, uh, that change, I would have, I would have had like, the shadow give the option to join his uh, network as opposed to just, Hey, guess what? You're mine forever now. Ha ha. It's like weird though. Well, no, just, just the present, like, you know, I saved your life. And if you wish to repay it, don this ring and you will be one of my agents. Or like, I like that if you wish to replay it, or you can just be in my debt and we'll see what happens. <laughs> well, no, no, no. I, d- I don't want to have the obligations because he's trying to pay penance. He, 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 in theory is doing this, yeah. For his own redemption and all that, and True. trying to make up for his past evil, evil deeds. But if he wants to have other people join the fight, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. then it's like he he presents the option. Hope make sure this doesn't happen to someone else. Mm. Yeah, and therefore, since it's going to be more about you know the outcasts, people living uh, outside of uh, mainstream society, that means we lean in more to the queer thing. Uh, <laughs> Shock oh, me! Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> I tripped and, and all my queer theory fell out. Um, <laughs> Quick, put it back in your pocket. But also the way I, one of the ways I can can handle the racism thing uh, is one, completely change the opening. Yep. What? Yeah. But well, don't, don't take also, all of it, Pip. The backstory. Change it. Like, I know you got it from the comics. Guess what? Fuck the comics. Uh, yeah. Mostly I don't make it a criminal thing. I lean into the outcast aspect rather than the criminality. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go different. Well, see, this uh, is why I wanted to hear everybody. feel like a criminal because your know, society treats you as one, even if you've done nothing wrong. Uh, I do want him to still be an asshole, though. Like, well, I sure. want him to be legitimately awful. He shoot like, he kills somebody or has somebody killed in the beginning. Like, there were no cats saved in this. But also, my last thing. Wow, Pip. Uh, More than one. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you. Um, uh, is I have the shadow be played. By, I, I haven't decided yet. Uh, if I want the shadow to be played by either Manny Gencito or Gemma Chan. Ooh. Okay. A hot Asian person. <laughs> See, I, I, I do make a note of, I appreciate that it's Alec Baldwin because I, and this is a me thing. I find light blue eyes with dark rims creepy. Um, mm. I don't know why. It, it, even in dogs. Sorry, Bren. Um, so for me, the fact that he naturally has those eyes. Even when they go back and forth into the very cool silver effect, which I'm certain had to have been a practical. Wait, um, I think it's just they had a stage light uh, shining in their eyes. <laughs> no, no, no. It's specifically darker. Uh, you can go back. And forth. Anyway, point is, uh, to me, I'm like, oh, yeah, no, this looks like a guy who does weird shit with mind telepathy. Yeah, that figures. But consider this uh, Manny Gencito with a cloak. Oh, uh, I'm not saying you're wrong. 
Of course I'm not. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's one of the things you can do is if you're going to have weird, uh, Orientalism, uh, it's completely Asian stories normal. told by Asians is what I'm saying. Yes. Instead of just having all the Asian characters be evil, except for the one NYC, uh, NYU scientist. And his wife. And his wife. Who is adorable. Yeah. Uh, well, but yeah, that's me. So, so the direction I was going is we, we could potentially just change out the entire opening potentially, uh, either cut it out or whatever. Cause I was thinking that we have Alec Baldwin or, or Lamont Cranston, whatever, uh, just basically being a regular old local absolute terrible monster person because we have plenty right here at home. Let's be real. Uh, oh, that's not where I thought you were going to go with that. Well, uh, cause uh, the thing I was thinking about is, Let's let's make this uh master of the mystic arts thing an international thing, right? Ooh. Uh because like where are we getting all these mystery decoder rings? True. All this stuff. Well, uh I think that was the kind of the point. And since like uh Khan was be also being trained. Yeah. Well, uh, that, I feel like that that was the the ancient master's like whole deal. Like maybe he started out as pretty, you know, evil and he's like, "You know what? This is uh this is how I do my penance. I'm going to find all the other evil assholes." And torture I mean, could, them lightly. <laughs> it could be like an international like thing torture. exactly to that point where they're just trying to find the worst of the worst and have them reform their ways and clean up society from the worst down. Mm. You know, that could be an interesting thing and probably what I'd honestly go for. Uh, we, we could just have that just be local. We don't have to have all this, you know, uh, orientalism and all that, um, which again, just it's distracting. We don't need a different location. He's just good old fashioned American terribleness, um, especially in the 1930s. And that's where I think, uh, 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 Khan's aspect can come in because he's, you know, maybe taken the, uh, you know, basically t- taken the, the Eastern operations like offline. And maybe that's like a plot point that gets like brought up earlier on. It's like, you know, hey, we haven't heard anything like, you know, east of, uh, east of Turkey or something. Um, Jersey. <laughs> east of Jersey. We haven't heard anything east of Jersey. We've been cut off. Like all the uh, international uh, connections are cut. Uh, have you tried the decoder rings? They're not flashing. Oh, God. Um, Maybe there's something. no more evil? Have you checked the bottom of the cereal box? Have you turned Thank it you, on Alex. again? <laughs> Thank you so much, Al. <laughs> yes. Um, so like something like that, just a different way of establishing like this international order of like mystics or whatever. Cause we can have like telepathy and mind control and all that. It's just, you know, we, we can make it international. There's no rules here. Um, just to, uh, just address the, the problematic elements a little bit head on. And also uh, other, also if you're going to be sending, uh, if you're, if, if you've got one, if you've got only one on, and it's 1930s. Why are you sending him to New York? To New York, send him to uh, send him to Germany. Ooh. Oh, uh, hey. that, oh yeah. Oh, I was about to say. I uh, when when I I want to bounce off of yours. Ah, well, th- there was also just one other thing I would want to change. Uh, I would make it so that Margot was impervious to all mental manipulation, including from Cods. Yeah. I don't want that. I liked the demonstration of like. It was a, it was a, it was a tell. No, it was a show, don't tell. 
of the yeah, fact that fair. that Khan genuinely well, is stronger than him until he finds as, acceptance of himself. As a viewer, it was confusing. I it's like, oh, the, the rules had changed. I didn't get that, but I can see if, that to me that maybe that's just they need to like uh, plant it a little better. I mean, it could have been something like Khan has to focus more on yeah. okay, just hypnotizing her. And heck, maybe that could be a plot point, you know, like Ooh. he has to focus so much on like mind controlling Margot that like his concentration slips on something else and that allows like a daring escape to happen or something, you know. That mm-hmm, could have been mm-hmm. a good plot point and still mm-hmm. respect the ground truth that was Margot has strong EMP, just latent ability. Mm, latent. Uh, now, now, now you can springboard. Oh, okay. Thank you. Sorry. <laughs> so that's not where, I, uh, first of all, I have my regular one, but, uh, I, uh, I didn't think that's where you're going to, I thought you're going to have him be a regular evil, American capitalist in China. So instead of having, um, you know, this sort of, I hate to say it, uh, no, not, I don't hate to say it, this appropriating of, uh, yellow terror, you know, horror, whatever's. No, it's the genuine problem, which is Westerners coming in and fucking up huh. for money. And I mean, maybe he's not wearing his span, you know, his spiffy suit, but maybe he's like wearing like white linen the way, uh, what's his head did in Indiana Jones. <laughs> You know, uh, and, but he still gets captured and, but in this case, it's not like an ancient master, but maybe it's just gets back to that ring of, Hey, guess what? We're a group of people from around the world who have decided to not put up with evil bullshit. Now we may or may not have been evil ourselves first. And that's why we no longer allow anyone else to do it. If we had to suffer, so do you. Let's go. Anyway. So I was thinking, you know, I, I kind of like that. And that way you could still get the, well, why does uh, Genghis Khan know anything about, you know, Lamont's whole, like, evil battle history, etc. and so forth. Because um, otherwise, there's lots of evil going on around the world. Frankly, Khan could have been looking at, hmm, certain political leaders happening in Germany. Mm. You know? This guy was, what's her, uh, Cranston was close to home. Also, I don't know how, like, what their relative ages were, but it would have been pretty cool if, like... The Khan had been like a kid who survived like one of those and then like did a whole thing where instead of like hating him, decided to be just like him. Oh, that'd be fun. Right. Oof. And then so then and also it I mean it would take away some of the 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 amazing queer vibes, so it would get in a really creepy like parent thing. You know. But the, oddly this is not the big change I want to make. Or rather there's a thing that is poorly addressed. What? In this movie? There, no, no, there's a thread that could have been pulled and it could have done something really interesting, I think. Or this could be a, an opportunity for a future story for somebody to steal and redo. Reboot? What? What? I would love a fucking reboot. I'm not gonna lie. Reboot the shadow, you cowards. <laughs> I need clever fops, Pippin, who have evil yeah! backgrounds and really good nightmares. Like the fire, the, anyway, um, the idea, though, is he was out. He was running opium fields and stuff like that. But I think he was a user, too. He had that, like, that was the vibe. He had the you know, the unkept hair. He had the, the, the long nails. He had all of that. He spent a lot of time sleeping. He has these dreams, these really weird dreams, which are references, I think, could be references to opium dreams. Um, 
And we see him, like, guzzling shit. Not a lot, but it's notable that you guys noticed. So I'm like, you know what's not addressed here is the fact he's a fucking drug addict. What's he... Like, you can't just, like, drop that. Well, I I feel like you could have, like, maybe elements of drug addiction playing into the whole entire shadow uh, persona here. Just because, I mean, you, you can't truly kick addiction forever. It's always a shadow you're having to deal with. Yes. Mm. It's always temptation. Yeah. It could have even just been like this background thing. Like, as, like, um, elite motif. You know? Uh, if they didn't want to address it directly, but it's like, what is really the shadow? It's who he is when he's like hopped up on shit. The real shadow is the friends we made along the way. Etc. And, you know, you could do little subtle things like the fact maybe Margot doesn't drink. I, I feel like stuff like if, that. If you go, if you, I feel like if you go with this uh, aspect that somehow you have to have it at the end of the movie, like he gets offered a drink and then he passes it up. Oh yeah, death, 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 death. death. You know, but maybe some weird, like a, a slight pause in his step as he passes by somebody who's smoking. Maybe I don't know. Um, but you know, continues on. He doesn't smoke, which is well. This did anybody smoke in this movie? It was a movie made in the nineties. You know who smoked? The villain on the billboard. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, so I kind of, like, to me, that's a route into reboot. Um, I'm saying, guys, in 2024, this movie will have been 30 years in the past. Good time for reboots. I I just, there's so much I like about it. I like clever villains. I like ones that aren't, like, depend, like, he's got gizmos, but he's not, like, dependent cough cough batman against superman cough cough i mean at the end of the day like he can fist fight he's got telekinesis and guns and he's he's got he's he's rich and he's got guns i do like his guns that was hot but also his costume's not you know what it is his costume's not fucking spandex and rubber yeah except for his nose oh it is (laughs) but he's just but you know he's got a he's got sweet ass cape but again, yeah. I, li- I would like th- I would like a weird joke slash reference to like maybe Margot's like, why is your cape always dragging behind? You? It's really long, doesn't it? Trip. <laughs> He's like, it's no, it's fluttering, and she's like, it's really not. Or even better, oh, I'm glad you think it is, sweetie. <laughs> you make that cape flutter. He's like, that is not. I'm trying not to find that charming. She's like, you do anyway, though. <laughs> So, so that's Gina, Gina, so Gina from B99. <gasps> I would love that. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, so we just all paused like, to have a brief of- moment of beauty. <laughs> Y'all want to guess what game I'm going to be suggesting at the end? Yes. Okay. No. So, so that's my change. Uh, who do we got left? Al. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. simple thing. Cold open to uh, uh, Lamont being dragged in front on of uh. What's his his name? Uh, um, uh, the te- his teacher. Mm. I would rewind it just a little bit to the temple because uh, yeah. the hidden temple is a uh, uh, foreshadowing. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah there's yeah. a tell for uh, the hotel. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, you're right. Um, you're right. Yeah, yeah. So, but keep going. Like uh, that way, you can just go. What? Like what? What is he he doing? Hang. Oh, it could be like a, a trial. We're all used to that for exposition. Like, uh, a summary trial, I mean. Yeah. Uh, like, like, lists his crimes. 
doesn't have to, uh, uh, you doesn't have to be super specific. Just say lots of murdering, lots of, <laughs> lots of drug dealing, lots of buying, buying crypto. Not cool. It's the 1930s. <laughs> <laughs> well, also imagine if he was, if he was dressed up or like, okay. We all knew that Draco Malfoy's dad in the movies was evil, even though he technically did nothing wrong in public and was dressed appropriately, but he was like dressed super fucking rich and he looked down his nose at everybody. Just imagine like white Western guy, same vibe in the middle of, of Asia in the 1930s. Yeah. So yeah, go on. Yeah. Like, like a lot of ways that can go on and like, like, uh, serious crimes indeed. It, uh, enough to. Uh, have you, you thrown away in a, uh, thrown away in a, a dark, dark place? Huh. What are you going to do it instead? Oh, you're going to uh, live it in that dark, dark place forever. Oh shit! Why throw you there when I can just creepy line here? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't have to put you anywhere. I, it's already inside you. Ooh. I don't have to put you anywhere. You'll put yourself there. <gasps> oh, shit. A symbol of his guilt. Like, if you could also have, like, established maybe through, like, the telepathy aspect, like, mm. really force in that Lamont here will be wanting to repent. Oh, what if it's like an, I don't mean to bring this back to, like, spell shit, but it's just, it's just a good shorthand. What if it's like an empathy spell? Where, like, he's gonna be training, but he's also every, <gasps> every night he dreams and he's one of the people that he has committed an atrocity against. And in the montage, in the beginning scene, oh. what we do is we have um, uh, uh, the, the the master um, or whomever uh, say, here's a taste of what, you know, here's a taste of what you've done. And it does this horrible thing. He grows to the ground. He cries. Um, so we're seeing that this is quite terrible. And then he's like, no more, no more. And then he's like, yeah, no more for now. But you're going to see this every single night in your dreams. Oh, like, but ah! here's here's a, a thing to, to lay up on that, Al, because, again, thank you for that. Uh, we change the ending now. <gasps> Because the one technique that uh, Cranston could never do was that uh, that psychic assault to have you basically uh, live the life of your victims. Oh, he could never do that. Like <gasps> he he couldn't reach that level of empathy with somebody else. But like he sees yes. himself in Khan, he accepts his own dark deeds. This is also him kind of coming to terms with his own dark past and will grow better for it. Yay! Thank you, Margot. But then, like, kind of does the, you know, grabs Khan's head with his hand and does, like, the exact same move that the master does at the beginning of the movie. But then it's, like, done to Khan all at once. You Like, the master was holding back. You've described oh, the Ghost Rider's penance stare. Yes, but done less <laughs> shitty. <laughs> oh, look, a comic a fucking game reference. Ugh. It's not, I mean, that, I was over here thinking of uh, a moment in Critical Role, and I wasn't going to bring it up. Jesus it is not a Christ. game reference, Pip. It's not a game reference. Is, it, an is it anime? No, Ghost it's Riders. It's a, Mar it's a Marvel comic like, movie. Oh, okay. With, right, with, right. with Nick Cage. Oh, the, okay. Then that's on me. My bad. Cat. I know. <gasps> Do you recognize Ghost Rider? Come on. <clears throat> I have hearing problems. Anyway, um, I I'm trying like I. I like chasing down that thought, Brent, a lot. Like, cause I'm, it makes me want to be like, how, you know, oh, where does his, you know, where does the, that particular power come from? And it's like, you know, maybe if he accepts that he did all that evil, it's what allows him to find it in others. And then that brings into the whole mythology that we've created about this international <laughs> group of guys who, you know, yeah. people rather, 
who themselves were shitty. And that's like the next step. Like you have to be completely understand. You have to accept and still atone. It can't just be atonement. You have to also accept. That, yeah. And that's part of the moral of the story is you can be a shitty person. You can be a real shitty person. Well, that, that's but right. But you can with- try to be mm-hmm. better. Well, that's, that was another one of those growth moments for me as a kid was, um, Schindler's List and, and having it explained, cause I couldn't really understand like what was going on. And it was explained to me that, you know, Schind- Schindler was not a good guy. No. He was a dick, but what he, what he wasn't an evil guy. Yeah. And in the course of this film, he realizes that there's a difference. Also, I'm just saying we could have had the hall of mirrors scene as just like a, a battle in the mind's eye. Like they're just staring at each other. <laughs> I, I wish that honestly, I wish they had had fewer special effects and more practical. The practicals were always good. And when the special effects worked, they were amazing. Um, but that particular one was bullshit. See, that's kind of why I didn't like mm. the nose. Because I'm like, Alec Baldwin, just, you know, act. He uh, did. He acted so good. Well, because I think of, was it Christopher Reeve? <gasps> oh, yeah. Uh, oh, that And his, his Superman, where he goes from Clark Kent to Superman. And there's no change uh, at all. He just, you know, changes his posture. And he visibly goes from Clark Kent to Superman, and you can tell why you might not think one is the other. I've read comments for people being like, oh shit, until I saw it slow down or somebody pointed it out to me, I genuinely thought that they had digitally made him taller. Yeah, no, it's... But if you watch the rest of the scene and you watch him curl back in again, he's still fucking Clark. Both of those are just bits of him. Because he folds at the idea of telling Lois who he is. (gasps) My point is, uh, that is a bit of your acting that you can do. You don't need the prosthetic to, you know, true change and, the vibe like that. And I think Alec Baldwin and uh, has the chops to uh, pull that off. I agree. Yeah. My, uh, my my theory is that I think it was just to pay homage to the original. Yeah, that makes design. sense. I also agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> let's let's roll back the the clock though to 1994 and acknowledge that I appreciate that his chest had hair on it. We never get to see that in movies anymore, unless it's Mark Ruffalo. Uh, and to hear, <laughs> I appreciate it on Mark Ruffalo, too. For a second, my brain heard his chest had head on it, and I was like, fucking what? <laughs> Pippin, didn't you see that part? I must have missed it. Uh, well, Is there anything else we want to say about anyone? the story changes? No. Because otherwise, I think we should play a game, and I have a game I want to play. Oh. Oh, no. Uh-oh. What game will we play, Pippin? Uh, I want to play, I know we do it a lot, but I want to play Special Appearance Spy. Of course. Shock me with that deviant behavior. Because I spent a lot of my notes going like, what if this character showed up? Like, just in my notes. Because with uh, Special Appearance Spy, we're just going to have any random old character show up in the shadow. Preferably <laughs> one who we know will fuck, the ra- fuck around and find out. Hey. Oh! <gasps> Which reminds me, I, I have who I want. several ideas. No, I'm going to go first. I, I'm attempting to go last go, because no, I have first. several ideas. Yeah, I okay. just said I'd go last. Ah! <laughs> so here's my idea. 1930s, after World War One. you know who I want to show up in New York? Lord Peter Whimsy. 
<laughs> from Dorothy wow. Sayers. I want another effete detective, but one of them has mind powers and the other one can play piano really well. <laughs> <laughs> and frankly, the piano is more impressive. Yes. Uh, and, and, and this one will actually, it will actually uh, contribute to, uh, the, to the, to the innuendo. <laughs> yes, he would. Uh, because oh. Whimsy also, not inconspicuously, can get it. Um, and- you can change their hearts, dear boy. I, you can change their minds, dear boy. I can change their hearts with my music. Okay, he's mm. not that annoying unless he's specifically trying to annoy Cranston. I do like the idea I that, that he would be. yes, because Whimsy has a shit ton of issues. He's he has a nervous condition since the war, um, which is why he hides behind a fop act now. He didn't always used to be like that, but Cranston's all like, "Oh yes, I'm a fop," unless you try to get near me, in which case you're I'm too dark. And Whimsy's like, "Yeah, sure, get near me. You are silly, my dude." Like, <laughs> I love the idea that. You know what it is? Oh my god. It's a comic book Batman versus Superman. <laughs> Where Batman's like, I'm so tired of the orphan. Clark Kent's in the corner of eating cookies. Like, yep, orphan. Yeah. <laughs> like, like it, Whimsy is just casually dark. He is casually dark, and he spends a lot of time fucking trying to hide it. And doing so very well. But like, he put put a razor in his hand, and he he's like, uh, like, hmm. Uh, I can see how Oh, this was uh, uh, used as a murder weapon. Well, and there's also the, the uh, uh, not fade to black, but slightly innuendoed scene of he spends about half an hour uh, very considerably choking out our heroine to teach her how to escape from chokeholds. But at the end, they are both quite flushed. <laughs> also, the, also that time he, he put like... like uh, a collar on her? <laughs> yeah. But that's a separate. Yeah. That's a separate thing. Uh, I was talking separate about, thing. like uh, that time he like invited a suspect uh, uh, to tea. Like, by the way, have all these powder or, or donuts that's or something. Hang, hang and it was like, Turkish delight. Uh, yeah, Turkish delight. And, and like, like, oh wait, it was all full of cocaine. No, no, worse, arsenic. You're right. You're right arsenic. It was full of. Arsenic. If his guess had been wrong, he would have just fucking poisoned the dude in his living room. <laughs> Yeah, but you're okay because you built yourself up a tolerance to arsenic. What if I just gorged myself on that that, that stuff? Uh, 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 what happened? Well, that's why we did it in my living room, my dear boy. We called the butler, and Bunter would remove you from the premises. <laughs> anyway, so that's uh, that's me. I just want another 1930s detective fop, but without psychic powers to poke at Cranston. Yeah, because I think that's funny. <laughs> Let's see who would the end. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. Who? Well, uh, yeah, yeah, Brent. Well, I, I know one that would completely uh, make things silly. Mm. We mentioned it a few times in the podcast already. How we have Scooby Doo antics happening here. Oh no, <laughs> Scooby and Shaggy and hell, maybe the entire Mystery Machine team, all or Mystery Incorporated, all show up in New York. And they're trying to find out what's going on with the mystery of this missing hotel. Shinkies! <laughs> Gang, th- this hotel, ha- there's supposed to be a t- hotel here. It's so right on my map. Like, like I don't know what you're, you're talking about, uh, Fred, but uh, there ain't no... Uh, oh, oh, no. I can't. Oh, no. I'm, I'm going to stop. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to do a shaggy. 
Zoink, Scoob! <laughs> no, no, none of us are doing a shaggy. Ah. Uh, Can't do a sha- shaggy. Me. Do oh, your shaggy. 90, did, did anybody catch my 90s reference? Nobody, nobody, it, do we have, uh, what's his name? Friends with Freddie Prince Jr. Uh, Matthew, Matthew Lillard. Matthew Lillard, yeah. You is, mean my is hero? Matthew Lillard, is he in the house? No, no? He played, he played Look, Shaggy. I, I he, just, he played Shaggy Cat. Yes, that one I did know. I am well versed in the, uh, filmography of Matthew Lillard. <laughs> he also plays saying, D&D Cat. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. He has a whole company about it. I don't want to talk about it now. Look, I, I'm just <laughs> saying, I think it'd be hilarious if for some inexplicable reason, Shaggy is also immune to, uh, the clouding of men's minds just because he only has room in his brain for those gigantic sandwiches. Well, like, if you cloud his mind, and then, and you want, you want to unleash all, then you unleash each secret about as Shaggy. Which is ca- which is canon? Really? Yeah, ultra, in- ultra instinct, Shaggy. Yeah. Oh damn. Okay. Uh, he got hit. He got hypnotized to uh, cure himself of fear once, and you know, uh, like one does. And that turned into him being able to fight an entire bar full of bikers. Oh, that sounds hot. Go on. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> cool. Cool. See. Yeah, I'm just saying, they're just going to be running around that hotel, too. Maybe they'll also chase after the Beryllium Sphere. It'll be a hoot. And this way, we also get a dog in the shadow. No! No! Well, Khan, let's see who you really are. Oh, no, no, that's my face. That's my real face. (laughs) It was Orientalism the whole time. (laughs) But wait, that's why he rips off his face in the dream. Boinks! (laughs) <laughs> hey Shadow, let's see who you really are. Lamont <laughs> Cranston. <laughs> you forget everything you've seen. Will I? Huh. <laughs> this mind trick isn't working as reliably as it used to. <laughs> mind bullets. Sorry. <laughs> so, Alright, who's uh, left? Who's left? Right. Me and Al, but I said I'd go last. Right. Then. Right. Al, go. Uh um fucking Dracula. Whoa. Wow. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Stop pulling that out of your fucking hat. Go for it. I'll justify it. I'll justify it. Uh-huh. Let's see it. Well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting. 1940s Hyde uh, uh, of Noir is also a way. And uh, uh, the, when Dracula, uh, as a character, started gaining popular, popularity. Bella, like, uh, the Hank Bella Gozzi. Okay. So he's there in his opera jacket, and like he senses that someone is uh, is using mind stuff, and it's like on the entire city, and goes to check it out, and like, oh you, th- oh you think you who know what the dark is? I am the dark. <laughs> I don't. Know. I am the night. <laughs> You're right, you're right, you're right. Fucking Batman, then. Batman shows up. There's only room in this town for one of us. Arkham is actually an imaginary cloud city. It's all in Batman's head. No, I'm sorry, not Arkham. Gotham. It's all in Batman's head, but Arkham is real. Arkham is the one that is we see at the end of uh, uh, The Shadow. And that's where Batman is. And in his head, he is living out this alternate life 
in Gotham, which isn't New York. <laughs> the end. Well, yeah, because Gotham's Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go on. Oh, uh, I don't know. I'm done. <laughs> I, no, that's I, fair. I, I'm sorry. I, I couldn't really think of any characters that would that's work. That's right. Uh, don't worry. I've got so many. <laughs> because I spent most of the movie going, <laughs> thinking of other people who would have so much more fun. Because, <laughs> like, early on, like, in the museum, I had the thought, I was like, you know who would have a great time right now? John Constantine. <laughs> <laughs> True. I might not say something, something, Constantine. Oh, that explains so much about your notes, I have to say. Right? I did see, like, what What do you mean they make out? What? <laughs> and then I immediately remember who John Constantine is as a person, uh, especially in the comics. Uh, and I was like, well, clearly. I'm sorry, queer, sorry. Yes. Queer uh, as fuck. Yeah, he's uh, also easy. Hell yeah. So, uh, canonically has slept with uh, King Shark. Uh, so he's also just having a good time in this, you know, again, more queer than I expected movie. Uh, and also solving crime. People probably die more because John Constantine's around and people tend to do that around him. Whoops. Uh, and <laughs> then I wondered what would happen, uh, if uh, Spike showed up. <laughs> nice. So you, you wanted to get the vampire in there. Okay. okay, okay. <laughs> uh, because, you know, there was a sarcophagus in a museum, so I was like, look at this rock. <laughs> uh, I can't wait to tell my friends they don't have a rock this big. <laughs> and uh, also, it was, we mentioned it earlier, but uh, uh, Doctor Strange would probably be having a bit of a time with all this mysticism going around in his city. Also, though, like that whole scene where our villain is looking and like the, the square is moving and all that stuff like that as he meditates. Like, goddamn. Doctor Strange, stealing shit from 1994, and the Orientalism. Mm. <laughs> uh, the the great thing about Doctor Strange, uh, with this movie, uh, is he would look at all that and think it's so quaint. <laughs> uh, I was like, oh, you hypnotized this whole city. Good for you. <laughs> Adorable. Uh, excuse me while I go deal with the cosmos. Meanwhile, Cranston is so fucking annoyed with him all the time. Oh, they're annoyed with each other, but they also have the like, same weird social circles. Oh, but, oh my god, but wait, and then Whimsy shows up and is like, you know what's more fun than poking Cranston? Poking Cranston and Strange. <laughs> <laughs> but Doctor Strange, always very kind to Margot. Of course. Uh, offers to teach her some, you know, mentalist trick stuff. Is extra kind of her to her also because he knows it annoys Lamont. Oh, <laughs> and she's yeah. aware of it and just thinks it's funny. Because she... Margot and Whimsy get drinks every Tuesday. <laughs> and yes. And compare notes. So yeah, I had a great time thinking of everyone else would be fun in this movie. Because <laughs> I like the vibe. And again, like, other people can share this vibe. This is good. But yes. Other people, those were some of the people I thought of while watching this movie. And yes, I did think that they should all make out. Oh, well, that's a given. Yeah. yeah Guys, have we made it to the end? Finally. Yo, what I never found? Mm. That original what? sin. <laughs> Tiffin, have you tried poking badgers with spoons? <laughs> <laughs> never heard of that one. <laughs> uh, uh, f- uh, f- Wait, for I, additional I, fun. Oh, Wait, yeah. I know. I know who my uh, character is properly. It's that guy from, uh, it's a guy from, um, uh, 
Streets of Fire. Oh, <gasps> nice. Yeah. Jim Steinman reference. Nicely done. Yeah, there we go. There we go. Boom. That's all you need. You just saw the way to solve the problem. Shoot. <laughs> shoot people. Shoot stuff with the sawed off shotgun. Okay, so the protagonist from uh, Streets of Fire, not Willem Dafoe's character. I both? didn't even care which. Why not both? Why not both? Uh, Can I have the lesbian? Yes. Sure. Thank you. you know, this is their continued adventures. <clears throat> this is where they drove off to in the end. Yeah. I contend it's the same city. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, no, no, no. Streets of Fire was clearly, I think, supposed to be Chicago, right? Oh. Or <laughs> was it? I thought it was L.A. <laughs> I thought, was, I thought it was supposed Guys, to be Chicago. we've done that movie. You're right. You're yeah. Right. Anyways. It is late. Yeah. And I was making yeah. a joke. <laughs> <laughs> that All was right. your own mistake. <laughs> is there anything else? No. I think you can take us out, Pippin. All right. As always, if you have an idea or prompt to submit, head on over to nostorysacred.com slash submission. Follow us on Twitter at nostorysacred or send an email through contact at nostorysacred.com. Your hosts have been Alex McDonald, Brendan McDonald, Pippin McDonald, and Catherine Crichton. Editing for this episode done by Brendan. Transcript done by Ashley DaCosta. Art by Jay Wolf. Show notes and transcript are available at nostorysacred.com. Thanks for listening, everyone. And please rate, review, and subscribe to No Story Sacred. You can also visit our Patreon page to support the show and get neat rewards at patreon.com slash nostorysacred. See you next time when we talk about the 1995 film Clueless. Until then... Where no story is sacred, and any story can be changed. I'm Pippin. I'm Alex. I'm Kat. And I'm Brendan. And we're No, no Story is, is Sacred. sacred.